Shall we try that again? This is Felix Dragsdale through the Marvel Universe, where Felix... That's me. ...drags me through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Today we are talking about Thor 3 Ragnarok's The Funny One, a movie where Thor meets his sister, the goddess of death, gets stuck in a different universe, find the Hulk, finds the Hulk, and has to gladiator for the pleasure of the most Jeff Goldblum character that Jeff Goldblum has ever played. True. Thor Ragnarok came, originally came out in 2017. It's the sixth of 11 films of the Phase 3 era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I added the 11th uh, Avengers Endgame mm. in there, because I'm assuming it's going to be Phase 3. So, Felix, mm-hmm. tell me, what's the definition of Ragnarok? No idea. Like, in the movie? Yeah, or or in general. <laughs> Um, I didn't prepare you for that one, did I? It's in, like in this anime that I like. Uh, there's a sword called Ragnarok. And it's like alive and it's cursed. But that's really? not relevant. <laughs> in the movie, it's prophecy that Asgard will be destroyed. That's true. Have we seen this movie before? I have. How many times? I think twice. No, three. Three times for for, for Thor three. Mm-hmm. Okay, once in the theater. Twice. Once in the theater again. Yep. Once in you watched it in your rewatch of everything, and then today. Yep. And I've seen it twice because I saw it in the theater, I believe, with you, and then when we saw it today. Mm-hmm. I think you did see it with me because I remember changing my phone ringtone to uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You mean I, 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 I. What? I pronounce it I. Why? Well, everybody hears different words and lyrics, or not even lyrics, because that's just a sound. And this one, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, Thor loses an I. True. <laughs> so it's definitely I, 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 not ah. I, I, I come from the land of the ice and snow. Is that what it? No, that's a different song. What's that? Is it really? Yeah. Bad. Man, I am bad at songs. <laughs> it's Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you're right, it is. But isn't that where Loki comes from? <laughs> yep. <sighs> oh, well, okay. Also, that was a spoiler about his eye. Did you know trivia fun fact about Marvel? Uh go with I know almost nothing about Marvel trivia. <laughs> to avoid the spoiler that Thor gets his eye chopped out in the movie in the preview like the like trailers they had him with two eyes in that final scene. They made a silly trailer for that? Because uh, I remember right after it asking you so does he get a glass eye in the next one so they don't have <laughs> to make him wear that silly eye patch? And the answer is, I don't know, because I didn't see the next one, because he will return in the Avengers, the one I didn't see. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I'm guessing they gave him a glass eye. Maybe. So that he can look more attractive. Or maybe like a magic eye. I think eye patches are attractive. You don't, You think eye patches are attractive? Why not? They have bad depth perception, though. 
Yeah. Um, I disagree with that eye patches make people attractive. <laughs> you should just wear a barrette in your hair. A barrette? Yeah. Why? Because barrettes are more attractive and you can put more fancy things on there. Eyes are the windows to the soul and you're just closing one window. Eyes are the nipples of the face. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so, shall we talk about who else is in this movie who may or may not have eyes or weird eyes? <laughs> sure. You must be the famous Pepper Potts. I am Loki. I am I am Iron Man. Agent Coulson. <gasps> so who's in this movie, Felix? Well, we've got Thor. Who you again said he's got a really nice butt. Oh or... my god, such a nice butt. We got Loki. Loki. Tom Hiddleston, who you have a crush on. I kind of do. We have Hulk slash Bruce Banner. Mark Ruffalo, who I have an anti-crush on. I don't think that's a thing. I don't like him. I think not liking somebody is... Is a thing, but I don't think an anti-crush is a thing. Okay. I feel like an anti-crush should be when you used to have a crush on somebody, but now you actively hate them. But then that's like a... That's like an ex-boyfriend, except you never actually dated them. Not an anti-crush, but like a post-crush. I don't know. A post-crush <laughs> means that you had a crush on him, and now you don't. You say you dislike him, or you don't find him attractive. Hela. 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 <laughs> it's because I I just see the cell name in there. Okay, Hella. And I feel like if your name is Hella, you should have two L's in there. Does it not? No. Maybe it's because it's Nordic. Maybe. We should have asked Eric. Um, yeah. We we watched this movie with our friend Eric, who kept track of all the shirtlessness yeah. for us. <laughs> and told us about... Uh, beer thingies that I'm not going to remember what the word is. I wrote it in the notes. We'll, we'll be fine when we'll we get, get there. there. Yeah, played by Kate Blanchett. Love her. She gives me strong lesbian vibes. Is she lesbian? Um, Let me look that up in my index of lesbians. <laughs> we saw that um, Ocean's 8 movie together, right? Yes, we did. Didn't you think she was lesbian in that movie? Um, Yes, I thought they were implying that. But... Oh, she's married to a man. Gross. Yeah, but in your book, that doesn't make somebody straight. Nope. We have an unnamed Valkyrie who doesn't have... I think she has a name, doesn't she? Or is she just Valkyrie? Um, on the internet, she was just called Valkyrie, and oh. she's also called Ravenger 1442. Okay. Played by Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. We have Heimdall, played by Idris Alba. Who, and not Heimdall, uh... Tess Thompson is speculated to be a lesbian. Oh, did you find that in your lesbian speculation book? <laughs> People think that she's dating Janelle Monet. Who I told but you I don't know who that I is. I believe is a lesbian. And who's Janelle Monet? She's the singer. She she's the one that always wears the suits. She was in. Did you watch that? Uh, that I definitely. Whatever you're gonna say, I definitely did not watch it. Well, me and Mark watched it together. I think. No, I, never mind. I watched it with Matt. But Mark watched it. So maybe you watched it with him. The like. Um, no. Amazon. Nope. Like Black Mirror, but nope. on Amazon. Nope. Oh, well, she's in an episode of that. Nope. I hate that stuff. Really? Yeah. Why's that? Um, Because I hated the Twilight Zone. Mm. Okay. Then we have 
Odin in there. We have Scourge, who's a ball guy with stripes down his head, who has Heimdall's job and then becomes an executioner. We have the Grandmaster, who is Jeff Goldblum. We have Surtur? Something like that. I couldn't. I just want to call him Satan. Yeah. Um, Dr. Stephen Strange makes an appearance. Then there's a whole bunch of actors. We have actor Thor, who is played by uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother, Luke Hemsworth. How yeah. many Hemsworths are there? Guess what? What if they were all in an orgy together? Also in Westworld. That, that's that. That's that, Hemsworth? I think, right? I don't know. Let me see. I thought that was a different Hemsworth. Oh, wait. I think it is the other one. Who's this one? I don't know this one. But there's like... Liam, right? No. No. No, it's this one. Okay, it's this one. I thought there might be four of them. Because Liam's in the Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Because he was the one that was going to marry Miley Cyrus, and he didn't. Yes. So yeah, no, this Luke. He's in Westworld with Tessa Thompson. So there's only three Hemsworth brothers? Yeah. Are there more Hemsworth brothers that aren't actors? Maybe. Um, the actor who plays Loki, or like the, the Loki actor, is played by Matt Damon. There's an actor, Olden, and an actor, Sif. Also, Stan Lee makes an appearance as the Sakarian barber who like has like crazy scissor rotating hands. Mm-hmm. And he wears like bright uh, red glasses. Then there's a rock man named Korg. No, I wrote it down as Cork the first time. <laughs> um, some dude named Hajor, who's a three-headed gladiator. And I wrote this down because it wasn't particularly important because one of his head is played by Chris Hemsworth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. And then, like, Meek, the insect with knives for hands, but he's really not an insect. He's really, like, as big as a small dog, I guess. Yeah. And he looked more, like, larval. Yeah. Now that we've t- now that we're talking about larva. So that was your favorite character, I imagine. Um, it was not. <laughs> but it's a bug. It was not really a bug. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just playing the sound. Shirtless now. Most serious of subjects. Oh, yeah. Who is shirtless? Number number one, suitor or searcher or Satan. Yeah not wear a shirt because he's, he's like clothes. made of lava yeah. maybe and then all his minions also aren't wearing shirts because they're like lava people they're like charcoal <laughs> he's like he's like a giant guy on made of lava on fire with like devil horns but it turns out it's a crown slash tiara slash eyebrows mm-hmm. with also a skull like attached to it though like the yeah, front of the skull like, yeah it's like the nose piece comes down like a skull. Yeah. That's weird. Um, Thor is shirtless after his first gladiator fight, and then these awful women try to cover up his muscles with some like probably like healing salve dipped cloth, but then he immediately rips it off, which is amazing. That's when you see his butt again. He's got one of those butts that like can like keep your pants up without a belt, and that's always been the like kind of butt that I want as a woman. All my pants stay up without a belt. <laughs> so hot. But he's got like one of those weird, like very lean bodies for like a hypermuscular person, you know? Like, okay. Like his torso isn't super like bulbous. Okay. Um, Hulk. Yes. Is not only shirtless, but fully naked at one point. Uh huh. Number four. Bruce Banner after he turns back from the Hulk. 
And so I noticed that like Mark Ruffalo has like chest hair. Yeah. Does Hulk have chest hair? Because it kind of looked like he did. Yeah, I think so. But it's he, like green. Um, he also had like facial hair. Like, did he? Yeah, like he was growing a little like five o'clock shadow. So I huh. don't know if like Hulk shaves. <laughs> Hulk smash. Hulk shave. Superman shave. Yeah. Which is like this whole controversy. Oh, it should be because he's an alien. I don't know if they can grow facial hair. Well, also that, but like his skin is bulletproof. Uh-huh. And so like how does a razor cut his hair? Well, in well, his the cartoons, hair isn't bulletproof, but how does totally his, is. But is does his hair more strong than a, a, yeah. a skin? Sometimes his hair can be cut with like normal human razors, but sometimes it can't and he has to use like his eyeball lasers to like shave his face. How do you do that with like a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fun fact. Are we ready to move on to the plot? Yes. This movie starts with Thor stuck in a cage above some fire talking to a skeleton. He's wrapped in some chains. Yep. And then he. Then he and he, he drops out, and he's hanging just, like, a few feet above the ground. And then Suter, the fiery Satan guy, talks about he wa- how he wants to lay waste to his home, meaning Asgard. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Says he has seen Ragnarok, and that he will grow as big as a mountain. And somehow, his crown is the source of his power. And then Thor makes lots of jokes about if it's a crown or a big eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get as big as a house. <laughs> he's going to get as big as a house. And also, he's like, he's dangling from this chain and he keeps like spinning around slowly, which is totally what would happen. But he keeps like saying, wait, hold on, wait until I spin back your way. Which is I pretty was funny. like surprised, like, because Thor to the Dark World was so boring. Uh huh. And I did not think Chris Hemsworth was like a good actor, or, like funny. Uh-huh. And so, like, the first time I saw this and like, the first scene is like so heavily comical and I was like, what is this? What's happening? Uh-huh. So you wanted to go see this after Thor to the Dark World, the bad one. No, I was just committed. Oh, that's true. You are committed to the strangest thing. So then um, Thor like calls Mew Mew and <laughs> it like flies in and then he like beats all the little uh, charcoal people. Oh, yeah, then all of a sudden there were all sorts of charcoal people before. It was just yeah. like this conversation between him and this giant Satan dude. But now there's all sorts of char- charcoal people for him to fight. So he fights all them, and then he knocks the crown tiara thing off of his head face. And then his body just kind of, like, disintegrates into it. Like, the fire gets, like, sucked back into the crown thingy. Is that what happens? I think I, so. I don't remember. I just remember then he, like... Then there's like still all those charcoal people, and he's like calling for Heimdall, and he's like, Heimdall, take me away or get me out of here. And like Heimdall doesn't answer because Heimdall is not manning the Rainbow Bridge anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it's some bald dude who is showing off his collection of things to impress the ladies. Yeah. And he's got these two like machine guns named. Des and Troy <laughs> that he picked up in in Texas. G 
geography. And when you put them together, you get destroy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> That's not how it, I can't make a, make it a machine gun sound. <laughs> um yeah so then a dragon appears and the dragon instead yeah. of wings had jetpacks um <laughs> like lava jetpack well maybe he's a modern dragon yep and so thor tries to like fight him but he's like not doing a good job and then he gets stuck in his mouth so he just drops mjolnir like on his tongue and it like sticks him to the floor because it's so heavy. Because the dragon's dragon not worthy. Not worthy. <laughs> yep. Um, and then finally, what's his name? The bald guy like opens up the bridge and he comes back and it like chops the dragon's head off and all the goo and like dragon head fly into the little like sphere room. Yep, and all over and everybody's covered in dragon guts, including bald guy Scourge and the two pretty ladies he was trying to impress. Mm-hmm. And they're like, gross. And they leave. Thor heads across the Rainbow Bridge towards the city in Asgard. And there is a giant statue of Loki wearing his giant horn helmet. Mm -hmm. In town, they're having a play called The Tragedy of Loki at Asgard. And Odin's watching it and eating grapes. Yeah. And this is where you get to see all the attractive ac- actors playing the people. And like, he's quoting it along. Anthony Hopkins is so funny. You were mentioning something about his Instagram while oh, yeah. watching. I feel like I've probably th- mentioned it on the podcast before. I don't think you have. But he has a good... You know who else is on Westworld? Anthony Hopkins. That's true. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so tell me about Anthony Hopkins' Westworld Instagram. He's just like... He just seems like a, like a grandpa, you know, like a, a grandpa with technology. And he just like takes these like cute selfies of himself. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's just really funny to me. <laughs> he just seems like such a normal guy. That's good. But he's like Anthony Hopkins. Then Thor reve- or forces uh, Odin to reveal himself as Loki. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, where's our father? And then he's like, I put him on Earth. Geography. So they go to New York, and Loki says that he like put him in a retirement home called Shady Oaks, <laughs> and it's being demolished. And then while they're there, uh, a couple ladies approach Thor and ask him for a picture, and then say, <laughs> "I am so sorry, Jane dumped you." And he's like, "No, she didn't dump me because he has a big ego." But that's how we know that we're not gonna see what's her face anymore. Which is too bad because this is definitely the best movie of the three. Yeah, no more cat dumping. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, then <laughs> like a hole opens up in the floor or the street and Loki falls through it. Thor's like freaking out. And somehow, I think, I don't know if it's like a spell that Loki did, but like he transformed Mjolnir into an umbrella. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, I thought it was a Doctor Strange spell. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Um, But yeah, so... Then he, like, appears in Doctor Strange's. Yeah, and they dress like regular people. Mm -hmm. Like, well, sort of like regular people because they weren't wearing their, like, fancy Asgardian clothes. But, like, Loki was in, like, a black suit. I called him uh, a funeral funeral (laughs) director, but Thor definitely called him, like, a magician or something. 
<laughs> and a witch. Oh, yeah, a witch. Um, That's how the witch is on American Horror Story dress. Really? That's so obvious. Yeah. And so less cool than you should dress as a witch. <laughs> But, um, oh well. I mean, it was a nice suit. It was a nice suit, but it also seems like a funeral funeral director's suit. I was also wondering how they get his hair to constantly look so like wet. Like that must be like a lot of product. It must be a lot of product, <laughs> or like be like, never wash your hair. <laughs> okay, for this movie, that shall never wash your hair. Because yeah, it looked very like messy and wet the whole time. Yeah. Uh and in the hole that uh, Loki disappears, there appears a calling card, I would call it. Yeah. With the address 177A Bleaker Street. Which I always think is, um, what's Sherlock Holmes' address? 122B Baker Street. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, is that like, like a reference to that? I don't know, but like. That place that he lives in that I called a castle in my prediction about Doctor Strange. This is where I got all my information about Doctor Strange was from this scene. Uh-huh. In, in Thor 3. And not Doctor Strange the movie. <laughs> well, okay. When I made my prediction about Doctor Strange when I hadn't seen it before. Oh, okay. This is why I said he lives in a castle because it looks like he lives in a freaking castle. He spends his time like zipping around his house with... um. With Thor making Thor like stumble over things and knock over bookcases and stuff, then I—that's why I said, and he doesn't have any doors because he can just transport <laughs> himself everywhere. <laughs> and then I don't remember what the third thing I said was, but I'm assuming I said a third thing. But I was like mansion. But point is, this place looks huge, and it doesn't look like it should have an A or a B suffix on the address. Maybe there's like a. Downstairs apartment. <laughs> oh, I just live underneath. <laughs> I live underneath or above the like great magician safe house. Yep. Cool. In Doctor Strange, he couldn't teleport without using his sling ring, right? Right. I don't remember him being able to do that. But maybe he just became a better magician. He got gloves. He did get gloves. Maybe he has gloves sling ring then he gets, gets to have more artifacts or whatever they're called mm -hmm. well so he talks to dr strange and dr strange is like i'm a wizard <laughs> you're a wizard harry um, <laughs> he's like oh earth. Wizard harry. <laughs> earth has wizards now and he's like we prefer to be called masters of the mystic arts but sure which is strange because in Doctor Strange, they called themselves sorcerers. Yeah, and then she was the sorcerer supreme. Uh -huh. And Loki calls him a sorcerer. Yeah. They sit down and he's like, would you like some tea? And then like a teacup appears in Thor's hand. And then he's like, I don't drink tea. And then it turns into like a giant beer thing. Ma Ma oh, where? Mas. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. That's yeah. It's cool. got the double S slash thing that looks like a beta, but isn't a beta mm -hmm. in German. Because I kept calling it mass, and he was like, that's not how it's pronounced. And I was like, I don't speak German. And then I said, I don't speak German, but I can if you like. What's that from? <laughs> Lady Gaga song. Okay. Scheiße, uh, which also has the, the little B, the double S. It does? I don't think I've ever seen that spelled out. It's like S-C-H-I-B thingy-E. So anyway, they do a locator spell for Odin. He says, 
you know, I keep pulls track out of, one of Thor's hairs. Yeah, he says I keep track of when beings from other realms who might be dangerous enter Earth, and Loki is one of them. That's how I. Then Loki falls on the floor because he's just like been in some perpetually falling place for thirty minutes, and he's like all angry. And then there's some comedy of I could call it falling and hitting things comedy. <laughs> Well, he, like, pulls out knives and tries to, like, attack Doctor Strange, and then Doctor Strange just, like, throws the portal at them, and they disappear. Yep. And then they go into a field of grass. In Norway. Probably Norway. Geography. Yeah, this is, like, on top of some cliffs by an ocean. And according to the internet, it says Norway, so I'm going with Norway. And also they filmed it on location? I don't know. I would have. It also makes sense, given that they're like Norse gods, yeah. that it would be Norway. Um, and Odin's there, and he's out of his like old man. I forgot my identity spell, and he knows who his kids are, even though he like kind of acts weird and like pretends to be foggy in front of them. But he basically says that I'm dying, and it's my time. And you had a sister, and she's she'll be back and bring destruction. And, <laughs> By the way, um, she's evil. And look at this beautiful place. Goodbye. And then he disappears in a, in a bunch of uh, sparkly glitter things. <laughs> yeah. So I have so many questions about Asgardians, like their biology and like okay, their mortality. Okay, sure. I can totally answer all of those questions for you. Like, how do they die? Like, did he die of old age? Like, how long do they live? Like, how? They live a very long time. They never have sex because Heimdall's always watching them. (laughs) And (laughs) when they die, since some of them are like gods, they just disappear into glitter. But, like, so, like, Hela at one point gets, like, stabbed in the stomach, and she's just fine. Yeah, they're gods. And, like, they all seem to have super strength, but then, like, if they all have super strength, how come, like, the people, just, like, the random citizens of Asgard don't seem to have super strength? Or do they? And they just don't know how to fight? Does everyone live forever or for a long time? I went with everyone lives for a long time. That's why a funeral is such a big fucking deal. Oh, that's right. Well, um, also, she was the queen. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I have no idea. And then, like, how did she die? Because she got stabbed in the stomach. Yeah, that's true. She wasn't a god? I don't know. Where did they get their god? Well, she was magic. She taught Loki magic. Yeah. Which raises more questions because it's like, just like in Doctor Strange, like apparently anyone can just be taught magic. Because I don't think that, like, did Odin teach Thor how to use lightning? No. Or does he just do that naturally? It was just like, it's inside you this whole time. Yeah. And, like, Hela can just, like, shoot swords out of her hands yeah <laughs> that's weird rocks appear out of the ground <laughs> as you know the goddess of death which doesn't have she's not the goddess of, of rocks and metal i literally don't understand their powers it seems so random yeah and why is thor the god of lightning and thunder if odin was first or also was odin the god of thunder and lightning i thought odin was the god of something else or he should have been the god of something else or wasn't no, the god he totally of anything. like electrocuted people he's like basically like zeus oh i don't know let's see yeah oh he's the god of wisdom poetry war death divination and magic oh damn that's a lot of stuff what if i just call him the god of glitter <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, so, um, he dies, and then Hela appears out of this, like, um, black, like, portal, which was really funny, because I just thought it was, like, comical how he was like, your sister's gonna come back, like, the prophecy or whatever, and Ragnarok has already begun, and then she's just, like, immediately there in Norway. Yeah, yeah looking, like, super cool. Yeah, she's my favorite character in the MCU. Really? She's got a cool okay. outfit, and she's badass. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to do a different kind of <laughs> Mary Fuck Kill here. <laughs> okay. Hella, Sif, and then I'm named Valkyrie. Valkyrie's it's- an alcoholic. Yeah. You like damaged alcoholics because <laughs> you, you, you love Iron Man. That's true. I think I would marry Hella because then I would be king. And- uh, you would be king consort. Yeah. And then I would kill Valkyrie because. I just didn't care for her that much. And then I guess I would fuck Sif because she's competent. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't in this movie. No, she wasn't. Why? I don't know. Like all the other ones were. That's kind of true. They die, but <laughs> they were in it. Yeah, maybe they couldn't get the actor back. Maybe she's hanging out with Natalie Portman. Maybe she was. Gossiping about Thor. Probably talking about how he never wants to have sex because <laughs> Heimdall's always watching him. <laughs> They're like, you're our sister, and you're bad, and we have to stop you because our dad just said so. And then she's like, kneel before me because I'm your queen. And then Thor throws his hammer at her, and she catches it. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. And then she explodes it. She, like, crushes it with her hand like it was cake. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Something that, that, like, falls to pieces. It doesn't shatter. Cake doesn't shatter. No. Like, if you uh, took a piece of cake and then, like, grabbed it in your hand. It, it would like, smush. Yeah, some of it would smush, but some pieces would fall out. That's not what happened. Um, Some pieces definitely fell out. Because it shattered. Also, I like cake, so I'm going with, like, cake. You compare it to whatever other food you like. <laughs> not food, because most food doesn't shatter. Okay, you compare it to ice? something else. Is you, ice food? <laughs> You compare it to ice, whatever. I want to think of it as cake. Okay. Um. So then, when the hammer exploded, Thor got like um. It's like it always seems like a metaphor for an erectile dysfunction, where like people like get in their own heads about something in a movie, um. Even though it's like external, completely to them, anyways. Um. And then they can't do a thing like Dumbo with the feather. Like he thinks he can only fly when he has his feather. Uh-huh. But it has nothing to do with feather. Yeah. Uh, so he loses his lightning power. Because he thought it came from the hammer. But then he's like, now I can't fly around mm-hmm. or have the lightning powers. Now all I have are these sweet muscles. Which, like, didn't we learn in the first Thor that he didn't need his hammer to, like, be powerful? Like, that was the whole message that Odin was trying to teach him in the first place. I thought it was to be a good man and then you'll get your hammer back and also you have muscles. I'm just doing muscle movements in front of Felix. He just watched me kiss my biceps in, like, the bulkiest sweater. Yeah, so I don't know. But so he gets all sad, and then Hela, like, uh, is going to murder them. So they run away. Oh, no. She, like, blasts them out of the dimension. Yep. Then Hela goes to Asgard, kills some dudes, and then hires the, uh, whatever. Gurge. Gurge guy. Who says he's a janitor because he's just cleaning up some uh, dragon brains. 
Mm-hmm. And she calls him a, a guy who can change with the time. Like. <laughs> and he's like, okay, sure, I'll be on your team now. Somebody who's upwardly mobile. Um, meanwhile, Thor falls from the sky into a garbage dump. Mm-hmm. And he gets picked, picked up by a Ravenger ship with people in stupid masks who ask if he, if he is a fighter or food. And then they capture him with an electric net and then beat him up. And then a drunk lady claims him. And she has knuckly things that control her ship's guns. And she sh- she tags him. Oh, uh, she shoots all the other Ravengers in the stupid mask. And then tags him with an electric implant that stuns him. She's the Valkyrie that doesn't have a name for the entire movie. Played by Tessa Thompson. And then she takes him back to the city and stuns him a bunch of times. And then he's just laying on the floor of her ship. Which is glass. And so he wakes up and he's like drooling over and like looking straight down. And then he's in a chair. Oh yeah. And it's like zipping through like a. It's like a. It's like a what I imagine like a one person Disney World ride. Would <laughs> yeah. Be like where like it, it's. Like, sorry. Um. Where it's like a video. Yeah. You know this is the car. It's a place where like. You know, all the lonely people come because it's the doorway of all the worlds. But you're not a lonely person. You're wanted and and you're going to be a champion and you're going to meet the Grandmaster and you're going to meet the Grandmaster in five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. And it's showing all like the star field of stuff like going towards your face. And then it's just then the lights come up and you are in the room with like, you know, 15 people and like Jeff Goldblum in some blue eyeliner only on his lower lids staring you in the face. Yep. Jeff Goldblum's character is also amazing. His name is the Grandmaster. Uh, he says he looks pretty good and that Scrapper 142 gets the best stuff and she gets paid like 10,000 credits or something for him. Because he can lift his um, shekel things off the chair and then he gets stunned a couple times. Yep. And then Loki's there and he like whispers over to Loki and Loki's like, I don't know him. And Thor's like, that's my brother. Yeah. He's adopted. Um, And then he learns that he has to beat up the champion in order to win his freedom. So they send him into what I call is the circle. But it's like a weird circle. It's like a weird circle. <laughs> Where he meets the locals, one of whom is that Krag guy. What is, what the frick is his name? He's made of rock. Korg Cronin, he's made out of rock, but perishable rock. And then Meek the insect with knives for hands. And Doug, who's dead. And Doug, who's dead, because he faced the champion <laughs> and died. Um, and then Loki comes to visit him. But via, he's a hologram. Via astral projection and uh, talk to him and be like, I'm gaining favor with the Grandmaster, so I couldn't pretend I knew you. And, like, Thor is just, like, throwing shit at him and telling him, you know, like, he's not a good brother. And then he's like, I put a sizable bet against you in the next thing, so don't disappoint me. And it's stupid, stupid uh, Thor, Loki brother movie stuff. (laughs) Meanwhile, on Asgard, uh, Hela makes a speech to the masses where she tells them who she is. She says she's the rightful heir. She's the firstborn of Odin. And then she, like, then um the Asian guy. That didn't get killed yet. That didn't get killed yet. Attacks her. 
And then she strikes them down, and then, like, the army attacks her, and then she, like, kills all of them, and then she kills the Asian guy who isn't dead yet. Mm-hmm. Pretty much sums that out, huh? Yep. <laughs> oh, well, she does her, like, thing where she, like, touches her head and, like, runs her fingers through her hair, and then it becomes, like, spikes. <laughs> like a yeah, helmet. Like, yeah. And then this is the point where I, I called her, like, because her outfit is... Describe her outfit. It's like a dark green cat suit with like neon green accents. Uh huh. And then spikes. Yeah, and then she has like long black hair, and then when she like, which is also perpetually wet, like Loki's. Yeah, and then when she runs her fingers over her head, then she can transform it into this like crazy helmet thing that has like Medusa yeah. horn things on it. I said to you, it reminds me of the uh, the princess from <laughs> Flash Gordon. Yep. Because it's like fancy like that. Because mm-hmm. it's not just like a, I want to call it a functional helmet like Loki's, but it's not just like two horns. It's like clearly a fashion statement. But what's also weird is like, she looks like Loki. She's yep. got like the black hair and like green eyes and green clothes. Yeah. Um, Very pale. But like, Loki's adopted, <laughs> and like that's not even his real skin. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, he's blue. Maybe they designed Loki after her. Oh, maybe. But why would like? Cause Thor's like blonde and like blue eyed. Yeah. And like I assume so is Odin. He's got gray hair now, but like yeah, he seemed like he would have been blonde. Uh-huh. And Hela was like a light brown brunette, or not Hela. Um, Frigga? the mom Frigga. Yeah, didn't she have like reddish hair? Was it? Well, it wasn't black. Yeah, it wasn't black, but you know, maybe all that death and killing made her hair <laughs> kinda kind of darker. I don't know. Plus all that black makeup and like she's going through her her goth phase. Mm. Her permanent goth phase as the as the goddess of death. Yeah. You'd probably do that if you're the goddess of death. I would, yeah. Yeah, and so now now everybody's dead except for the civilians. And that means we're going to talk about money. <laughs> money, money, money. Must be funny in the rich man's world. So, Dale, how much money do you think this movie cost to make? Um, there were lots of computer graphics. All the... Bishops. Yes. Fireworks, but not real ones. I was going to say all the fireworks were fake. Chris Hemsworth, he seems to be getting more expensive, but like, I don't know if they locked him into like a really good deal in the first place. So he might not be making that much money. Kate Blanchett in it, she should be expensive, but I'm guessing because she's a woman, she's not getting paid her worth. (laughs) Sad. True. It's true. So. Did you know whatever the opposite of a fun fact is? Um, a depressing fact? Yeah. That. Fact. <laughs> um, in the X-Files, because sexism, they paid um, David Duchovny more than um, Gillian Anderson for like the first like four seasons or something. And then like the two of them had to like fight to get them to be paid equally since they were like equal listed co-stars. And then when they did the reboot, like, 20 years later or whatever it is, they tried to pay him more again. 
Yeah, I call that downer fact. <laughs> Thanks, Felix. <laughs> but it didn't happen. She put her foot down and she was like, no. Good. So I'm going to go with $200 million. Oh. Close. 180. Okay. And then this one seemed pretty darn successful. Oh, Jeff Goldblum also. Oh, yeah. I feel like he would just do it for free, though. <laughs> just for fun. They're like, what? You get to <laughs> I get to play whatever I want? <laughs> Pretty much. I think it brought in a lot of money. I was a $850 million. Wow. Wow, what? Literally $853 million. <laughs> wow. Good job, me. Wow, you're getting good at this. Make me do like painful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I slowly learn. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anything significant in that? Like oh, the breakdown. Carl Urban. I don't know who that is. Is um Scourge. Bald guy. Yeah. With the th- the things on his head. And it was produced by Kevin Feige. I now know that guy. Mm-hmm. And Benedict Cumberbatch is. Strange. What? Because <laughs> I don't think we said that earlier. It's number one in Showdown Thor versus Thor. What? What does that mean? Oh, it's the highest grossing Thor movie. Uh, I'm going to go with duh <laughs> And the most expensive, but only by $10 million. Oh, that's not that much more expensive then. It made $100 million more than Thor The Dark World domestically and like a lot more worldwide. 200 million more and it made twice as much as the first thor worldwide that makes sense the first thor was not very good no also that scene where he's in the chair and he's talking to me and jeff goldblum for the first time has one of my favorite lines in the whole movie when he's like when he first talks to Loki, and Loki's like, I've been here for a month. And he's like, what? I just got here. And Jeff Goldblum's like, time works different here. In your world, I'd be like 300 years old. But here, I'm like... And he just leaves with me because he wants people to guess is like how old he looks. And he just starts talking about something else. That was pretty good. <laughs> okay, so back to plot. Back on Asgard, Hella talks about stuff, how everyone forgot her, and she helps um, unite the Nine Realms in the nice version of it, but really conquer the Nine Realms. She goes into the palace. She says, you know, like, they've plastered over this with, like, these nice, like, garden party scenes on the ceiling, and, like, I'm not here anywhere, even though I was, like, you know, their daughter. And she, like, busts up the ceiling, and then, like, them it falls down and then you see the old frescoes i guess yeah i'm not you know they're they're fake so it's like (laughs) what is it is a painted ceiling is it a fresco it's also magic because like the pictures move the pictures move (laughs) um and then it's her and odin like riding horses and winning wars and like causing death Mm -hmm. um behind that and so she's not wrong yeah like I felt like this felt like two different movies for like a large portion of it. Like there's like the Hella like storyline in uh-huh. Asgard, and then there's like the like funny like Jeff Goldblum Thor Hulk thing going on. 
Very much so. Um, and I kind of wish that Hela had gotten her own movie. Because, like, they don't usually do villains very well. And uh-huh. I felt like her, like, backstory and stuff was a lot more interesting. It's and Kate Blanchett's, true. like, actually a good actress. Yep. So that could have been, like, a much better movie than Thor 2 The Dark World. <laughs> I should have made that instead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree with that assessment. Really, this would gotten on to, like, my dad used me. He he made me the the goddess of death. Like, what did you expect me to turn into after that? And then essentially drove me away. Yeah. Then covered up the fact that I ever existed. Like, I wasn't just like the black sheep of the family that like only you know like only gets invited home for Christmas or for major holidays. Like, <laughs> like they don't talk about me anymore. Yeah. Well, and like. Then there's like that little moment where they bond because Odin banished Thor in the first movie because he's doing something he disagreed with. And then he banished Loki because Loki tried to kill everyone. Yeah. (laughs) For being the god of glitter and wisdom, he's not very wise. No. So I also thought it was interesting because Hela says they took over the nine realms, but then Odin wanted to stop and she wanted to take over the rest of the realms. So there are more than nine realms. Yeah, that, that was super surprising to me. Or because like that was not part of Thor's explanation to Jane no. in their first movie, but maybe it's just so we can have more movies later, or maybe Thor didn't know that at the time. Probably. Well, because that makes sense with like Guardians of the Galaxy and like in this movie how they go through the portals and they end up in all these different realms that yeah, like because there were they lots didn't talk of about. Portals. But then I just assumed it was Guardians of the Galaxy still put, took place in our realm. It was just some realms are the size of a planet and some realms are the size of a galaxy or more. That would be silly. That would not be the most silly thing in these <laughs> movies. You're but, right. You know, what of? So she goes to talk about like us bringing around that little guy. And I talk, goes to get the eternal flame from under the thing, and she says all the like old so- the old dead soldiers are buried right here under the palace. So she like goes into the basement basically by destroying the the floor, and then she sees her old dog who is like giant. It's a wolf. Is it a wolf? Yeah. <laughs> well, wolves are wolves. <laughs> kind of called uh, Fentress, and this. This wolf dog is the size of like Clifford's a house. Clifford dog, <laughs> the size of a house. And then she revives all her dead soldiers. So now she still has an army, even though she just killed the regular Asgard army. Mm-hmm. Now she she's all outfitted. And the flames turn from normal like orange red flames to green because it has to match her aesthetic. Uh-huh. And she can hold them in her hand. Also, the eternal flame is what... Satan wanted to get to make himself big. Oh, that's what he needed to make himself big? Because, like, the other thing about that is, like, eventually when he comes, which is a spoiler, his, like, crown thing that gives him his power, that gets big with him, too. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't stay the same size. (laughs) No, it doesn't. But it's already, like, too large for, like, a human. Yes. Like, Thor wears it like a backpack. And it's already too large for his head because, like, it's, you know, like, all these helmets are very large. Mm-hmm. You know, when when in Guardians of the Galaxy, they ask Mantis if their antenna are to filter doorways and not get decapitated by doorways. <laughs> so many of these headgears yeah. worn by monsters and villains 
and heroes and just, you know, gods of mischiefs, Loki alike, uh, doorways are a major obstacles to so many of those those characters. I don't understand Loki's like horns. They're weird. Uh-huh. They're like curved. So true. And like, how does it get through doors? Just gonna give yourself a headache by banging your your hard helmet into doors all the time. Okay. Well, all the doors in Asgard look really big. Yeah, but like, you're gonna go through some regular size doors, <laughs> and you like wore that damn thing to Earth. Oh, that's true. You know, go go through the doors in Avenger Tower and like ride the elevator with that giant thing on your head. <laughs> okay, so back to Sakar, getting ready for the big fight. Brag, Krog. The rock guy? Cork? Karg? Korg? I don't know. Korg. And him are looking at weapons. Him meeting Thor. Finds out that Scrapper 142 is an Asgardian Valkyrie because Bragg mentions that he's she's Asgardian and then he sees the tattoo on her arm that identifies her as a Valkyrie, which is a all-women, uh, I guess, elite fighting, fighting force. Yeah, like <laughs> Sworn to protect the crowns, they're like the Secret Service, maybe? I don't know. I was going to say the uh, Royal Guard. Okay, let's go with the Royal Guard. <laughs> but, and he tries to talk to her, but then he gets pulled away because he needs a haircut from Stan Lee and his crazy scissor hands. Mm-hmm. And then he has to go and fight the guy in the gladiator ring with like the giant stands with like lots and lots of people in them. Coliseum. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> it's a coliseum, but like, you know, like normal stadiums like don't have like so many straight up levels of stuff because like once you get so high you can't see stuff. Oh yeah. But this reminded me of the stadium for Quidditch. Mm. From that Harry Potter one. Oh, where they go to like the World Cup of Quidditch. Yeah. Where it's like really tall because they're flying around, but in this one everybody's like down on Thing. But they have a like jumbo, a big TV screen, a right? Jumbotron, like a magic futuristic jumbotron. Yeah, and then like the holographic Jeff Goldblum yeah. projector. And so he's getting ready, and then it turns out that the champion that he's going to be fighting is the Hulk, and he's like, "Yes, I know that guy. We're friends from work." But uh, <laughs> and he keeps calling him Banner, which just makes him angry, and then yeah. they have to fight because. No, no Marvel movie would be complete without some heroes fighting each other, right? True. So true. So they they fight. They each hit each other once, and then Thor tries to give him the lullaby protocol and, like, touches his hand. Is like, the sun is going down, big guy. <laughs> and then Hulk just grabs Shout out his- to Age of Ultron. <laughs> Hulk just grabs his hand and like tosses, throws him around like a ragdoll, and then they fight for real. And then Loki's like, "Yeah, that's what it feels like." Yeah, and at first, like Loki was like, "I don't know who the champion is," and then he was like, "Oh shit, it's Thor, that guy who like just fought me in that battle of New York thing, where where like you know I was the villain, mm-hmm. which is why probably Dale keeps guessing me as being the next villain in each movie." <laughs> Till she learned about Thanos, um, and so he hates me. So he's like, "I gotta go." And then he, then the Grandmaster was like, "Sit down." And then he was like, "Oh, okay." Now like my brother is getting beat up by this other guy, and they're both like fighting each other. And he's like, "Yeah." 
And then Thor somehow miraculously like gets his powers back for a bit. Yep, and he starts thundering, and then uh, he's gonna win, and then uh the Grandmaster Electro shocks him with mm-hmm. his like neck implant, and then he goes down. Which is like the one thing everyone always calls out about this movie is like he's the god of thunder, so how's he getting electrocuted? <laughs> That's something I didn't even think about. Because, <laughs> like, but yeah. like, I was assuming that if you caused it, you had like some protection against it. But if it was unexpected, then you're never gonna get, you're never gonna, it's never gonna work. Like, how you can't tickle yourself. Also, he has a new outfit and he doesn't have that like mesh, like chainmail, like arm stuff anymore. Yeah. Like bodysuit, like he had in the first movie. And I feel like that would be like an insulator from the electricity. Like, um, you wear them when you're like messing around with like Tesla coils and stuff. Uh, who's the other guy? The scientist. It's named after him. It's like a something cage. A Faraday cage. That. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, then he wakes up, and some ladies are like cleaning up his wounds, shirtless, stuff, and then he's shirtless. And then there's that excellent shirtless scene until the Hulk gets up and he's also shirtless and in a hot tub and then they talk about where the Quinjet is and like Thor's like where's the Quinjet and Hulk's like gets out of the hot tub and he's definitely nude and, and Thor's <laughs> like whoa <laughs> you're naked and I can't unsee that mm-hmm. and, and, and the Hulk points out the window which doesn't seem to be that far down but later in the movie is like very far down yeah. Out the window, and the hul- the Quinjet is out there, and there's something smoking next to it, so it makes it seem like it just crash landed, but it like it's been there for a long time. Yeah, two years. For like two years, but time moves differently. Oh, that's then, true. So, so it might be like ten years, or it might be one year, or uh, it might be two days. Who knows? Well, also like Loki said, he'd been there for a month, but he'd never seen the Hulk fight. Yeah, and like never knew about the Hulk. But he That's knew there weird. was a champion, so maybe fights are just pretty rare. Mm. Yeah, but uh, he has like this whole room to himself with like this this bed he sleeps in that's like decorated like the skull of a giant bear or something. Mm-hmm. Did they rebuild like a new Quinjet? Because like he left in Age of Ultron. Yeah. But didn't in Civil War they have a Quinjet? Um. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. More than one Quinn. <laughs> Why is it called that? Who's Quinn? I was assuming it was... Quinn was a four five. What? Because it would be a quad jet if there were four four thingies. Oh, like quintuplet? Yeah. And so that must have five jet things. Huh. Yeah. I'm going with they ordered a new Quinjet, or they had two, if after Hulk stole their Quinjet. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. You're correct. The Quinjet first appeared in the Avengers number 61, February 1969, and was designed by the Wakanda Design Group, headed by the Black Panther T'Challa. Each one is equipped with VTOL capability and five turbojet engines. Yay for knowing what five means or Quin means. A Quinjet can reach Mach 2.1. The highly specialized ultra-large Quinjets were used to transport various superheroes through space in the Infinity Crusade miniseries. But the Quinjets were definitely not designed by Black Panther in the movie. <laughs> I think they are designed by Tony. Who knows? I don't know. Back on Asgard, 
Capella asked Scourge to be her executioner. The executioner not only executes people, but executes their leader's vision. Mm -hmm. Says she was Odin's executioner and Scourge shall be hers. Um, They find out that the Bifrost sword key is gone and Hela orders everyone to be rounded up. And then um, most pe- a lot of people go hide in some special secret caves led there by Heimdall. But he doesn't have his special hat anymore and it's hard to recognize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, she has everybody else like line up in the path steps. Somebody took the sword. And she picks somebody to be executed. Yeah. But before the executioner has to execute this person she chose, some man in the crowd tells her where the sword is and that she's hiding in the in the caves. Also, Heimdall, like his power is that he can see everything everywhere in time and space. Yep. Um, I thought that was just because he was like in that like sphere room, like with the key and like uh-huh. the portals. But that's just like his power. Apparently so. <laughs> so again, Asgard eyes. powers make no sense. Just like the most random people have their most random powers. Yeah, so true. Um, but so he like also has the power to like see into Thor. Oh yeah, Thor asks him like you know, and he's like, "I see you. You're someplace very far away," and and he's like, "Tell me what's happening," and then he like brings Thor, lets Thor see through his eyes, mm-hmm. like, what's happening in, in Asgard, so that Thor knows what's going on, and he's like, how do I get back there? And he's like, go through the biggest portal. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I see a place where you are, it has lots of doorways, go through the biggest door. Mm-hmm. Then Thor convinces Hulk to get um, Valkyrie to come in, because she's, like, his trainer. Yeah, they bonded overnight yeah. when, like, they had a fight, and then he's like, Nobody calls you the stupidest Avenger, even though that's what I just said. I like you. Everything's good, but like they kind of like get each other because they're both like hot headed. Mm-hmm. Smoldering fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then so they like trick her to come, and then she like drinks and the whole bottle of alcohol. She's actual friends with the Hulk, pretty much. Yeah, and she he's like you have to help because you're a Valkyrie. And yeah, you're sworn to the, the crown. crown, and like. Asgard, you know, like, even though, like, it's not the crown you're sworn to, it's really the people, the people are in trouble, and you should help me, and she drinks that, that, like, big bottle of alcohol, like, that. <laughs> like, he gets, like, two sentences, and she's like, I'm done. And she's like, I don't care about Asgard or the crown, and he's like, Odin is dead, and she's like, oh. And then, um, they go get... Yeah, and then he says, you know, like, the crown doesn't matter to me, that's why I, you know, I refused it. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, and then she, then he's like, okay, well, well, thanks. And then he steals her remote chakra thing and uses it to remove his implant. And that's really what his plan was. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was convince her he could, but really get her close enough and shock her so that he can steal the, steal the thing so he can escape. And then and he the- throws a, like, medicine ball out the window <laughs> and it hits him in the head. <laughs> In the head, and then, and then he jumps out the window, and like it actually breaks like thirty stories. And this is where I was like, and then it was a lot higher than before. Yeah, hides down that building to the Quinjet, and um, 
goes down to the Quinjet and he tries to activate the thing and it's like voice activation and he's like Thor and he's like God of Thunder and then he's like strongest Avenger and like it's, it's <laughs> not taking it and he's like point break which I didn't get. Yeah I don't get it. But it was set up by Tony and so it's just some joke and I'm sure it was mentioned in some other movie and I just do not care about it. It's some surfer movie. Screenrant.com says it's because uh, he has a resemblance to Patrick Swayze in Point Break. You looking up a picture now? Oh. Kinda. It's the hair. It's the hair. You have hair. <laughs> Close enough. Also, Tony's just an asshole, so that sounds like something he would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so then he's like activating the jet and like pressing on the buttons and then Hulk like doesn't want him to leave him. Because he's his new friend and yeah. he like, he comes in the back of the Quinjet and just like rips it up. Yeah. And so he's ruining the plane and then he comes in and then like the plane starts like uh, malfunctioning and it starts playing the the recording of uh, Nat uh, sitting giving the lullaby protocol to him and then he's like he's watching it and he's like trying not to pay attention to it and just like sun is going down big guy i need you to turn the jet around and then he then he eventually turns in back into bruce banner and is not wearing a shirt and has some chest hair and is not attractive at all a giant like wood necklace yeah and he's wearing like the ridiculous jet but like it's nice to see him like wearing some like not being naked, but like also <laughs> like wearing what he would have been wearing, yeah. like shrinking down his actual size. And so. Then he activates the Quinjet by saying, "Voice activation, stronger event, strongest Avenger," which is part of the joke. The Grandmaster realizes that realizes that his champions are gone, so he makes announcements that says, "Celebrate your champions!" Um, and he meets with both Valkyrie, his favorite scrapper, and Loki, his whatever the heck he is and they both claim they can find the grandmaster's champions in less time than the other one can mm-hmm. then they fight each other yeah and then loki like grabs her forehead and gives her like a vision of like the final battle with the valkyries against hella uh-huh. and they're like flying pegasuses i said pegasi <laughs> i don't know what it is and like everyone's dying and she only survived because her friend like pushed her out of the way and like took a sword in the back oh is that what happened yeah i wrote hella killed her girlfriend yeah basically yeah so she experiences this all over again something that she's been um running away through from through drink (laughs) you know which is why i said it was your favorite thing because that's Kind of what you indicate you think Tony's doing. Well, but the way that Tony does Only, it is like, like he gets drunk and then he like buys things and like is an asshole. So it's funny. Yeah. She just gets drunk she and gets then violent. it's kind of good at her job because her job is violent. True. And hangs out with the Hulk. So it's somebody who like she doesn't have to talk to about that stuff. So then uh, she finds them in the crowd and she's like, I'm going to join your little team and I have a peace offering and she takes him to a room and she's got Loki like tied up in chains. Which is like the exact same kind of chain that yeah. Thor was originally tied up to in when he was in that cage with that skeleton in front of Sol- Satan. 
Mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah. Oh, so I don't know what they Yeah. Um, Which I thought was kind of odd. I was just like, oh, is that like the default hardware store change <laughs> in like this weird universe? And then Thor tells them that what they have to do is fly through the biggest portal, and he points at the big red one, and then she's like, the devil's anus. Yep. And she's like, we're going to need a better ship because we need something that can fly without computer control for a while because that's, you know, when Bruce gives it some scientific name because he has seven PhDs. Mm-hmm. We're going to need this. And she's like, my ship can't do that because hers is just like a scrapper ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so Loki offers up that, you know, he's been falling out of favor with Grandmaster, but he does have the access code to his garage and all the fanciest ships in the Grandmaster's garage. If he gets passage through the devil's anus, <laughs> he is happy to share that with them. So they decide they're going to steal that and also cause a distraction at the same time, mm-hmm. which is they're going to start a revolution with the prisoner with the prisoners with jobs with mm-hmm. the slaves, including that cork guy, Krog mm-hmm. guy, um, that we originally met. Or originally met, and so they send them down guns and like unlock doors and cause some chaos. And there's like a spaceship battle, people get blown up. Valkyrie and Thor like jumping around on top of the spaceship and punching them. Uh huh. And then both jump into like, oh, they steal the the orgy the ship. ship. <laughs> well, okay, the orgy ship, um, which has two doors on it, and then like. Jumping around on other ships and like ripping up parts because they're both super strong. Because you know that they both have Asgard, whatever we need right now for plot <laughs> reasons, <laughs> powers. And then they both end up both jumping in the ship at the exact same time and landing in the ship, standing a little mu- too close for uh, regular personal space bubbles. But they didn't fall into each other, so they're not in love. Nope, not yet. Yeah. Uh, it also helps if you have a name yeah. to fall in love with somebody. And he's still hung up on Jane. Yeah. Also, Dale's favorite part, um, when like Banner's flying a ship while they're all like fighting the other ships, and it doesn't have any weapons, and so he just starts pressing buttons, and then one of the buttons makes like, uh, like a hologram of Jeff Goldblum playing like the keyboard, and he's like, "It's my birthday," <laughs> and then fireworks start shooting out of the back of it. And then one of the other ships behind it, because then they're in all these holographic fireworks crashes into something so we actually did something with it it's my birthday <laughs> it was pretty good i should have a birthday orgy on a spaceship okay only one of those three things are gonna happen <laughs> i'm gonna have a birthday yes <laughs> you guessed it so then there's like a moment between thor and loki while they're going to the garage uh where they like have another falling out because loki tries to betray him again so he leaves him like stranded with like the little electric like chakra thing in him but then the prisoners that are doing their revolution happen into the garage and they find loki and like deactivate it and then he's like you look like you're in desperate need of a leader and they're like thank you and so loki takes them on this like giant ship and they all go to asgard thor goes to fight hella distract them while heimdall and valkyrie get all the prisoners safety across the rainbow bridge uh-huh. Um, but then they get to the Rainbow Bridge, and the giant wolf dog is there with all the like undead army. Uh huh. So then they can't cross. Yeah. And then <laughs> Banner's like, "I got this," and jumps out because he's always jumping out of things, even in the first Hulk movie. 
Yep. Always jumping on planes. Uh, he just like la- like lands his Bruce Banner yeah. like splat. He looks like the- he dies. Yeah, on that Rainbow Bridge, but you know he can't die. So then, like the wolf just like sniffs him and then like walks over him and then he turns into the Hulk behind the wolf, smashes him around, and then eventually finally throws him in the water. Meanwhile, Thor is in the throne room talking to his sister and uh, having a fight. Mm-hmm. Where Thor loses an eye. Yeah. And like she takes out his eye and then says like you resemble our father and then like and then she says that I'm the goddess of death and what were you the god of again? And then he then he has this vision of his father and then he's like are you the god of hammers? Which <laughs> I also enjoyed because I was like that that's that could be a thing. And he's like, you're not the god of hammers. <laughs> and he's like, the hammer's just a source, uh, uh, was not the source of a power, just help him help them focus it. And so he's like, you're not the god of hammers. And then his eye goes all, all like blank. And then like, like light shooting out of it, which like with his other eye gone makes him look like super creepy. Mm-hmm. And then he got, gets his lightning power again. And you know, like she like, pressed his buttons enough that like made him mad enough to like have more resolve. It seemed like she was being sarcastic and like being a jerk like what are you supposed to be the god of but then she asks him again (laughs) and it kind of felt like she genuinely was wondering. Yeah I think that was like kind of bad editing that like they assumed that people would forget during the time of the uh, vision flashback kind of thing. So they had to repeat it. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the god of thunder and apparently lightning. And apparently like my eyes get all like electrical. Yeah. So he like electrocutes her and she flies away for a little bit. And then he goes back over to the rainbow bridge to help fight and he like electrocutes all the undead soldiers. And then the big spaceship with Loki and all the alien rebellion people come and they start like fighting. This big fight scene and Hulk throws the um big wolf thing like over the edge because did we talk about this in the last movie? Like Asgard's like not actually a planet, it's just like a floating I am sure we did. Like because it kind of is insane. It's like flat. <laughs> yeah, like it's a floating piece of land with water that's constantly like falling over yeah. the edge. Do you think they have flat earthers on Asgard? Like flat Asgardian Asgards? <laughs> yeah. Earthers? Yes, in the fact that Asgard actually is flat, but then like on the other side of the pancake, there's also some like stuff. It looked like it, yeah. But like. Be upside down. Yeah, it's upside down. So I don't know how to answer that question. Yep. But I'm pretty sure they're not arguing about whether Earth is flat or not because they can just look. They can just be like, Heimdall, please show me Earth. And then Heimdall will be like, hold on, let me turn my sword key. <laughs> also, it appears you guys aren't stupid. So uh, everybody's fighting, everybody's fighting. And then um, they're like, we're not going to be able to beat her. But I know what could. And I think the prophecy was not that she was going to bring on Ragnarok, but that we need to bring on Ragnarok because she gets her powers from Asgard. So if it gets destroyed, then she won't have her powers. And but also like he gets his powers from Asgard. So. I don't. Anyway, so uh... Loki goes to like the uh, vault and like walks past the Tesseract. And 
You think? I'm assuming he doesn't. I'm assuming he steals it. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and gets uh, the Satan crown. <laughs> and he throws it in the big um, eternal, eternal flame, flame goblet and, thing. And then Satan comes and gets as big as a mountain and then it destroys Hela. Mm-hmm. And, and it blows up. And everybody gets on the ship safely except for what's his face scourge who realizes he's on the wrong side and that sacrifices his life fighting some undead st- soldiers so he's redeemed in the end but still dead yeah. and then they head to earth and thor sits on the only chair on the ship which is now a throne of asgard which is a people and not a place yeah the end <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and then and then all we have left is the after credit scene. You think you're the only superhero in the world? You're here with a mission, sir? Well, I guess that's worth a look. You know, and thank you, by the way, for listening. Rose. So, the first one, Loki asks Thor whether or not he thinks it's a good idea to go back to Earth. And he's like, of course. And he's like, but do you think it's a good idea to take me back to Earth? Because I try to kill everybody. Um, <laughs> and he's like, well, I guess we're going to have to find out. And then... They like um, pan out and it reveals behind like their giant ship with all the survivors of Asgard. There's an even bigger ship of some unknown alien uh, place. Mm-hmm. Surprise or foreshadowing. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen Avengers. Yeah. The, the ultra. What? What's the next <laughs> one called? Infinity War. When they get into a war against the Infinity People. Yep. They're probably silver-colored. Who like knows? The silver Surfer. <laughs> probably. Um. The Silver Surfer fights Thanos in the comic books. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. The second after credit scene is the Grandmaster is faced down by his former slaves, mostly the Ravengers. Um, he goes out of his ships, congratulates everyone on a great revolution, says that he played a great part because you can't have a revolution without without someone to overthrow, and then declares it a tie. Yep. What was your favorite part? Um, I just really like Hella. Oh, cause you like you like fancy outfits mm-hmm. and, and violence and red lipstick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and I like. It was funny. Yeah. I also like humor. <laughs> I think my favorite line from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is like the first or second episode where she's talking to um, uh, Josh's girlfriend and she like makes a joke. She's like, oh, are you making a joke? I don't like humor. <laughs> <laughs> um, My favorite part was that it was humorous. Okay, what um, was your least favorite part? I don't know. It just like felt a little disjointed at times. Because it felt like two movies smushed together. Yeah. Lots of funny stuff going on in half of it. And then just like killing going on yeah. in the other half. <laughs> I totally get that. Um, Like that dog wolf thing didn't really make any sense. It looked cool though. It was like No, her, it didn't. It was her steed. Whatever you say. Like in the mural, she's like riding it. Yeah, I didn't like Odin. He seemed like a jerk. I don't know what, like, her backstory was, but, like, you had a daughter, and then 
you run her out of town and then you made you like never talked about her again like not even as a cautionary tale you didn't yeah. tell your sons that they had a sister especially if there's like a prophecy of her coming back to murder everyone you yeah. feel like you'd mention that yeah that seems important uh common theme in all three movies <laughs> yeah what uh what how what rating of batman versus superman would you give it you are never a god. You are never even a man. Kill Martha! I'm gonna give it six. Okay. Yeah, pretty solidly funny. And it has Chris Hemsworth's butt in it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I <So>. mean... <laughs> I mean, how does that compare to the 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 first Thor that had forty and was not as good, but also had Chris Hemsworth's butt on it? There was a lot less like eye staring. What? I think that's why I like the first Thor. But this one had bugs in it. That was an alien. An alien bug. An alien that was compared to an insect. Yeah, oh. and Chris Hemsworth's butt, and it's funny. And there wasn't a lot of fighting like between the heroes, except for that one scene with. Thor and the Hulk. And that one with Thor and the, the Valkyrie. Oh, that's true. But and she's that, an alcoholic. <laughs> and that other scene where Valkyrie like stunned Thor like a bunch of times. <laughs> and then the next scene where she did the same thing. And the scene where Hulk and Thor fought again. And then the scene where Hulk and Thor fought again. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Not that much that not that much fighting. I mean, it's less than Age of Ultron. Um, that's true. All right. Um, so what did we learn? Your slaves do not like you. <laughs> Even um, if you call them prisoners with jobs. That made me think of, um, have you ever watched Rick and Morty? I have. One of the best episodes, actually, um, is where he like invents like a, um, like a, a pocket universe as like his car battery. Morty's like, that's having slaves. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's like they're their own citizenship and like they work jobs and like pay each other money. <laughs> and then Morty's like, that just sounds like slavery, but with more steps. Yeah. <laughs> what else did we learn? We learned. You can't have a, a rebellion without someone to overthrow. <laughs> I guess that's kind of true. Oh, uh, your parents might have a secret sibling that yeah. they never bothered to tell you about. Who might be the goddess of death. If your child, uh, you give them the power of the goddess of death, maybe they're not going to like turn out so well balanced. We learned that Asgard is a people and not a place. Yeah. Even though all their power comes from Asgard. So yeah. does their power come from the people or the place? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then how do you be a king of that? And then also your throne is just a chair that doesn't face your people. <laughs> And also, you said you refused the throne, but now you're, like, taking the throne. Um, so... Maybe Heimdall will become the king. He seems pretty wise. He sees everything. He's like Santa Claus. He is like Santa Claus. <laughs> so I would say this one has less than normal lessons. Hmm. Or maybe just lessons we've heard before, like, Odin's a jerk father, so what did you expect? Yeah. Next, we have Black Panther, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, so I've seen this before in the theater. So there is a prince of this fictional land in Africa called Wakanda. And 
His name is T'Chaka. His dad died. And his family is almost sad, but like such good things happen because his dad died that nobody's actually really sad for so long. Like his sister is a genius. So like she's not sad. She's a genius. <laughs> his mom is Angelica Houston. So she's not sad. She's Angelica Houston. <laughs> Angela Bassett. I'm not good with actors. You know that. <laughs> okay. T'Chaka is not sad. He's now king. He got no. to. T'Challa. T'Challa. <laughs> T'Chaka was his dad. Their names are so similar. Okay, yeah. T'Challa. I think I could be making See? them up. <laughs> See? I'm pretty sure. He's not sad. Now he's king. He got to be king in this really antiquated, like, ritual in which he, like, has to, like, fight some people, even though he's less strong and stuff than, like, his would-be competitors or his actual competitors. And the fictional country they live in is super wealthy. Is it fictional? Yes. I mean, everything in the movie is fictional. But, like, in the universe of the movie, it's not fictional. Okay. Okay. The fake country. No. I don't, need, I don't know how to say this. So, the country they made up for them to live in, uh-huh. Wakanda. It's supposed to be super wealthy because they mine this um, this metal. Called. Fuck. <laughs> Vibranium. Mm-hmm. I get it confused with antimonium. Adamantium. <laughs> and yes, whatever. <laughs> and even though they're really, really wealthy, their marketplace. Looks really, really poor because it's all dusty and the only thing they sell there is basket. Yep. And that's it. Yep, that's all that happens. <laughs> somebody dies and then somebody comes to king and also... Sells some baskets. And they sell some basket and also Michael B. Jordan is there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we've been looking forward to for so long. Mm-hmm. I know it. You can listen to us talk about it. Um, And in the meantime, you can tweet us claiming to be our number one fa- fan <laughs> at Felix Dragsdale. Also, the unattractive Skarsgård brother is in Westworld. Bill Skarsgård is dad in the first and second Thor. Or not the dad, the doctor, the scientist. I know. This is just boring. <laughs> I'm just playing 12 degrees of not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay.